Usually, well, Jeremiah, we talked for an hour almost before starting this recording. So let's. Oh no, we did not. Yeah, we did. No, that's impossible. Nine oh five, and now it's nine forty-seven. So guess what? That's impossible. It's the normal show. in like a month yeah oh and it has been a it's been a month yeah <laughs> it, it certainly has been quite the month we're now i can tell you that much a full day into russia's invasion of ukraine yep um and uh yeah we're, all, we're we're on the brink of uh yeah something you know don't you think it's funny how everything kind of comes around like you know, when we grew up, Russia was the bad guy, and you know, and then they kind of were not so much the bad guy, and now they're the bad guy again, and they're about to start World War Three. Duh. Yeah. Thank you, Billy. Uh, <laughs> oh, but yeah. What if? Oh. But what if the war was entirely fought on TikTok? Hmm. Well, I wonder. I wonder if it will just be a bunch of drones fighting each other now. Well, but it was just them like slamming each other in TikTok videos. Oh, like yeah, <laughs> or, like, you know, or just or on Twitter. Other and whoever had the biggest the, burn. Whoever has the sickest burn, you know, wins. <laughs> <laughs> and then they get they get to be called the burn master. <laughs> You're the burn master. <laughs> you dumb. <laughs> Oh, so I will, uh, you know, full disclosure here. I just finished. I normally don't work on Tuesdays. I just got off work and it was a really slow, long and slow shift. But hey, at least I got paid and I'm coming off of a really long weekend where I'm my body is still hurting uh, because, you know, working the bar is a young man's game and I'm getting old. Yep. So. You're gonna be that sixty-year-old dude, like, "Hey, what's up, guys, bro, dude? Huh? What can I get <laughs> hey, you? bro, can I interest you in an IPA? <laughs> Would you like a Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity?" I will never make that. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's been a minute since we recorded. Um, I don't feel like a lot's happened. Um. Unfortunately, well, should we start off with the depressing stuff? Because since we can only remember two people, unfortunately. Yeah, I guess. Um, <clears throat> I don't even know. How, I don't know how you edit these things. Uh, <laughs> you actually put these in the order we do them in. Uh, <laughs> but, 
I just go through and take out chunks. Uh, um, but uh, anywho, uh, so uh, in the time that we've uh, been gone, uh, a couple there were a couple. Um, we might be, and I, I feel like we we're probably missing a few that slipped through the cracks. But these were definitely the most notable. Um, well, I really, I don't, I don't think. I mean, I haven't heard of any. Yeah. So, um, from weeks ago yeah but uh but yeah so so right now there there are two that we that least that we can remember but we can that are, to our recollection there were only two uh this is more of a, so the first guy uh on the list is really somebody who really was more of a hero behind the scenes uh uh special effects uh or special and visual effects um wizard <clears throat> douglas turnbull uh, yeah, term bull uh, passed Trumbull. away back on um, when was that? The uh, Trumble, Trumble, or Trumble, uh, back on the seventh. Um, uh, Misophilioma. Uh, he was kind of. I mean, he was really an innovator. He worked on. He did visual effects on 2001: Space Odyssey, Blade Runner, Bra- um, uh, Brainstorm, Star Trek: The Motion Picture, uh, Close Encounters of uh, of the Third Kind, and uh, Silent Running. Um, and, uh, nearly worked on star Wars, uh, and several other major products, uh, or project not product. I'm, I'm tired. I'm sorry. Projects. Um, but yeah, continued to work. Uh, so he basically, he worked all the way from, let's see here. Let me like, uh, uh, he started his career back in, uh, 1964 and he worked up until I believe 2011, uh, let me double check here. Uh, where is it? Oh, wait, that's director. No, don't give me director. I just want to know visual effects. Okay. Let's see here. Visual effects. Um, so, yeah, 1964 and worked all the way up until actually 2018 for visual effects. Um, and, uh, you know, I mean, he was really kind of on the cutting edge, uh, especially if you look at, you know, you look at a movie like Blade Runner, um, which was so ahead of its time, uh, you know, that, that, that movie is now 40 years old, uh, which is hard to believe. Um, yeah. and, uh, as old as us. Yep. Actually we're one year older than that. <laughs> so, um, and then, you know, but also to work on, you know, uh, 2001 a space odyssey, which was kind of like, it was really the, the gold standard for, uh, science fiction films. And worked with Spielberg, worked with uh, worked with Ridley Scott, um, worked with Stanley Kubrick. I mean, that that's a pretty good pedigree right there. Um, and he direct he actually directed a few movies too. Um, let's see, uh, one of them was uh, the movie I think the movie I mentioned before, um, uh, Brainstorm, uh, which was well first well first he did uh, Silent Running, which was kind of a movie which a lot of people. Uh, it's another under uh, underrated science fiction movie. Are you familiar with it? Uh, Brainstorm. Oh no no no! Uh, Silent Running. Oh yeah, Silent Running. Yeah, it's the one with uh, Bruce Dern where he's on like the sort of the planetarium or, or like or not planetarium. What do you call it? Like where it's like sort of like the forest <laughs> preserve ships. Huh? And they're like those. They're like because essentially there's no more forest on Earth, so they're doing this experiment where like they're uh, terra- they're kind of like terraforming it in space on these little repeat. on these little domes. And um, Arboretum, what's that? Arboretum, I guess I don't know. <laughs> Arboretum, Arboretum, but, but uh, and it's basically him, like you know the 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 company that he works for is basically saying, oh, we're 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 abandoning this experiment, destroy the forests, and 
he kind of, you know, Bruce Dern's character is like, no, like I spent, I've dedicated my life to doing this. And he pretty much kills the entire crew except for the robots and just basically goes out in the deep space and trying to, trying to find some place to sustain uh, the forest. Uh, and, you know, it was one of those movies, I think that kind of, it, it was it, unfortunately, you know, movies like, you know, unfortunately movies like 2001, A Space Odyssey, which he worked on, sort of overshadowed it. Um, and it didn't really get kind of the notoriety uh, it deserved for many years. And now it's more of like a, a cult film. Uh, Brainstorm was, it's, it's it's kind of notoriously famous because it had, you know, Christopher Walken, uh, Natalie Wood, and uh, Cliff Robinson in it. And it was another kind of, uh, you know, sort of sci-fi, like, kind of like, I think kind of dealt, if I remember right, sort of virtual reality type stuff, like where you basically hook yourself up and your mind goes in a computer. Um, but it's notorious because it's the movie that uh, Christopher Walken and Natalie Wood met on. And then eventually, and it was, I believe it was her last movie. And then Christopher Walken got invited on that boat with her and Robert Wagner. And that is the, that's the, uh, the, you know, the, right. the, the, the 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 inst or the the uh, what's the word the event that um, apparently is in is in question because whether or not like who knew what happened because Natalie that's when Natalie Peer uh, Natalie God, I'm so sorry I'm tired Natalie Wood disappeared um, and many people speculate that foul play was involved <laughs> so and and it was and it was all rooted back to brainstorm. And then he also did, I'm trying to think if there was something else uh, director-wise. Um, oh, he did the, uh, for Universal Studios, uh, Back to the Future, The Ride, he directed the the video segments. Ah. And, uh, and yeah, he did a lot more short films. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, this is a guy, as I said, I mean, when you look at just the names this guy worked with, it's astonishing. And he, lo he leaves by, he leaves behind a, uh, a very interesting legacy of work. Um, and he will definitely be missed. Uh, anywhere, do you have anything to say about <laughs> uh, Douglas uh, Turnbull? Trumbull? We Trumbull. Trumbull. We hardly. Hey, I'm half awake, so give me a break. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay. Any last words? <laughs> uh, no. Trumbull. All right. Trouble. I apologize once again. I am very tired. <laughs> um, and then the other death, and this one was this one kind of did hit uh, home a little bit to me. Um, and uh, was what's that? And me. Yeah, I mean, because this guy was really a, a huge part of our childhood. Um, uh, Ivan Reitman uh, passed away, and this was more recent. This was back on the twelfth. Uh, he died. Uh, oh, it's, it's actually undisclosed what he died of. Um, he was only seventy-five years old, and this is something I didn't realize: is that he was. You know, I, I, I thought he was a Canadian-born citizen. He was actually born in uh, the Slavic Republic at the oh. time, Czechoslovakia, which now <laughs> kind of makes a lot of sense as to why um, they filmed that scene in Stripes in Czechoslovakia. <laughs> but. Yeah. Probably at his parents' house. Yeah, <laughs> I'm. Sh I'm sure they immigrated <laughs> to Canada. Um, but you know, he was he was a very accomplished uh, director. Uh, you know, did Ghostbusters, did um, uh, like I said, Stripes, 
uh also did uh you know a lot of a lot of comedies like kindergarten co- you know comedies that are and people that, like, i don't know if they're really highly looked upon like kindergarten cop and um and well, twins and junior those are i mean maybe not junior but the other two yeah i liked at the time i haven't yeah. watched them in a long time but i know kindergarten cop is still yeah. a good movie and he also he also directed uh meatballs um and uh but you know the thing though that i always i feel that he was more accomplished at than directing was he was uh he was a very uh, prolific uh producer because and he and, the, and that's the thing though is that the movies he produced i mean he primarily just did comedies as a director but as a producer it was a very diverse portfolio because a lot of people don't realize is that this is the guy in Canada. Like he was a huge deal in Canada because like he kind of, he, he, he sort of like started this sort of independent uh, cinema, you know, independent movie scene in Canada and, and got some clout and he started the careers of people like David Cronenberg because uh, both uh, Shivers and Rabid, uh were were both which are Cronenberg's two early films were both produced by Ivan Reitman and he kind of get so he gave Cronenberg his start he also gave John Landis his start because you know he produced uh, Animal House um and did, and did stuff like uh, the and, and uh did stuff like the movie Chloe which is you know a sort of a pseudo sexual uh drama uh thriller drama um did uh let's see here uh private parts that you know the howard stern biopic uh-huh. um he did uh what else did he do here um trying to just kind of go just kind of go through here uh feds which is always kind of a fun movie i always thought that was a you know he said just you know and oh and uh uh something that i always thought was really surprising when i found out about it was he produced the 1981 uh heavy metal animated film and the funny thing about that is that he was doing that at the same time he was uh, directing Stripes. So if you'll notice, there are a lot of similar characters who were in Stripes, like Harold Ramis and John Candy, and I think uh, Joe Flaherty and other people. Uh, Dave, I think Dave Thomas is in there. That basically yeah, all, all the yeah all that the guys that were on in Stripes and movies back then. Yeah. But it was, but they were literally on set. Like after they would wrap the day on stripes, he would literally just like lure them over and be like, "Hey, uh, do you guys mind laying down a few voice tracks?" And that's why John Candy is Den of Earth, and why Harold Ramis is the alien that like that snokes up like the space coke or whatever, and like yeah. various other people are who they are because it was literally he just lured them over after they were done shooting for the day. <laughs> um. But uh, but no, like it's you know it's it's tragic. And he actually uh, his daughter is now now sort of an accomplished uh, uh, actress in her own right, and and his son is an accomplished director in, in his own right as well. Because um, you know his daughter is the one from uh, God, what's her name on It's Always Sunny, the uh, uh, Maureen Ponderosa. Yeah, the the one with the eyebrows. Yeah, the one that the, that has the cat fixation that Dennis marries. Uh, yeah. Yeah, oh. Maureen. Yeah, 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 yeah. Maureen Ponderosa. I think you were thinking of McPoyle. Yeah, I was thinking of McPoyle. Yeah, yeah, but now Maureen Ponderosa, the one that like that eventually dies. Yeah, yeah, but she like looks more and more like a cat. Yeah, yeah she kept trying. She was using his his alimony money to turn into a cat. <laughs> but yeah, and uh, you know Jason Reitman, who's who went on to direct like Thank You for Smoking and 
Juno. <clears throat> and... <laughs> uh, yeah. What? Wait. What? <clears throat> yeah. What's cloud, Jeremiah? What? The I know. <laughs> but uh, and unfortunately, that last Ghostbusters movie that just kind of missed the mark. Uh, <laughs> but well, but no um. But no, like I said, he was a, a big, and, and they even went on, even after all that stuff, uh, you know, after, after you know, uh, he even kind of transformed into more of like, like a family-friendly uh, movie maker with like Beethoven and stuff like that, like the whole Beethoven series. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, like, what, how, what did he mean to you, Caleb? He meant Ghostbusters. He meant Stripes. Yeah. He meant all those movies you mentioned because yeah. those were all the movies that were good when we were kids. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's like him, John Hughes. Oh, what's the uh, the Fairley Brothers? Like the yeah. um, it's all the well, movies. Even, and uh, uh, what's his face? Uh, the guy we mentioned earlier who did Animal House and uh, Spies Like Us, uh, John Landis. Like, yeah, like yeah, they were all kind of that weird tight knit group, you know? Yeah. They were making everything back then. Yeah. Uh, busy guys. My busy guys. What's happening to my busy guys? Oh. <laughs> uh. But yeah, so Ivan Reitman, as said, um, you know, unfortunately, you know, he died at, uh, and that seems really, I mean, 75 does not really seem that old. So it's just, it's a shame that we lost him. Well, that's, that's how old my dad is. Like, my yeah. dad just turned 75. Yep. And, uh, Mortality is really setting in for me right now. Yeah. It's not yeah. not good. Yeah, <laughs> it never is. Uh, but yeah, um, seventy five left once again left behind a tremendous body of work. Uh, as I said, as I said, probably more so. More so should be recognized for his producing and him basically building people's like, like basically being a kingmaker in the uh in the movie industry um and yeah and i definitely you know i definitely am gonna miss his movies and seeing not seeing his name uh on like opening credits so uh r.i.p ivan reitman Well, so now that we're now that we got that out of the way, and I'm a little more woke woke up. Uh, you are right. all woke now. I'm woke now. Yeah, yeah. You're woke. I'm an ally, Caleb. Uh, <laughs> that's a lie. I still feel like I'm probably fading. Uh, <laughs> but anywho, uh, I did just pop a really big zit on the top of my gun, like in the center of my forehead. You want me to keep that in? Yeah, if you feel like it. No, don't. <laughs> um, but anywho, um, so uh, since we last uh, recorded, you hadn't seen any of the Peacemaker, um, and I had, and I've actually finished it, but you've only seen the first episode, correct? Yeah, it's busy time. Yeah, busy time around the me household right now. Yeah. Um. Oh well, what you know? I have my opinion about it, but what do you think of it so far? Well, I mean, you know, it's good. I like how they continued, like, like in the first, it was like previously in the Suicide Squad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and it kind of recapped the whole movie and then started with him in the hospital, prison hospital kind of thing. Which I do like, love that exchange between him and the janitor. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which so they I do. 
MIT. He's like, what? You went to MIT? He was like, yeah. <laughs> It's like, oh yeah, Peacemaker, that racist hero that only that shoots black people. <laughs> hey, oh, keeps but, yeah. saying super villain. He's like, no, I, no, I'm I'm a superhero. Yeah, and like, the, for hero, <laughs> And Cena, that's the thing though. Is like Cena is surprised. I mean, I always kind of knew he had comic timing, but. The thing that this show actually even really shows is he's got some like dramatic chops too. Like there are scenes like where it shows him like dealing with trouble. Well, you even see in that scene with uh, him and Robert Patrick where the troubled relationship that they have. Yeah. Um, where like you know you see like the number that like the psychological number that Robert Patrick's character has done to him because clearly it's like he could like like probably with one punch knock his head off. <laughs> Yeah, but it's well, like he's so embedded. He's so embedded himself into his psyche that with like basically just making does, him feel like he was nothing. Does that, it explain why, like, how he's his like kind of man in the chair who makes his helmets and things? Uh, kind of. They they do kind of sort of go. They 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 they, they, they kind of get into that in in later episodes. Okay. <clears throat> but um, but I don't want to give too much away for you because you have not seen it yet and also i had to be careful in thinking of uh, what episodes have happened like wait, wait what where does episode one leave off and like where where does episode one leave off is, uh, is the, the, the crazy like okay oh, where he vaporizes where he vaporizes the yeah, yeah. A, like, activate anti-gravity or whatever it was that he says and basically just destroys the parking yeah. lot yeah the, at him and he goes sonic boom and she just yeah then the the second episode that's when stuff really gets pretty good however there is like there's a thing where, and I mean, this isn't a huge spoiler, but there's a thing where he he has violent because he, he goes back up to the apartment. He's trying to get out, and he's ju- he's jumping from balcony to balcony, and he's he sees that she has a, a really good vinyl collection, so he steals it, and he's yeah. jumping like like throwing it off, like and jumping from uh, uh, balcony to balcony. And I remember like remarking with somebody uh, that like those records would have been destroyed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But of course they're in pristine condition. Um but uh but no the the thing though that I guess we can really talk about is that amazing intro that 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 starts out the show with yeah, dance number, which yeah. is a James Gunn thing now. Yeah, which um I love that well and and, and he I recently listened to his interview with Kevin Smith and he talked about essentially the reason why he did that was he wanted people to not hit the skip intro button and see all the credits, you know, because <laughs> like, so it's like this way, nobody's missing the credits. Um, and the thing that I think is hilarious about that is that it has like the most minor characters in the show in that sequence. Yeah. <laughs> and um, the uh, old neighbor. Yeah, exactly. And the janitor and like yeah, like and, and then other people that and there's people in the in especially if you watch the first episode, there are people they introduce in the intro that haven't even shown up yet. <laughs> and uh and yeah, and it's like no, it's great. And it's very you know, um and even kind of talked about, you know, how there are certain um there are certain characters he gave more like uh the uh the lady who plays uh, uh Harcourt, the blonde lady. Yeah. How he gave her because she's actually a dancer, so he's like, Okay, we're gonna. So, I, I, I told the choreographer to give her a little bit more complicated just because, like, I wanted to take advantage of the fact that she's a dancer. <laughs> and then, like, he was kind of, but with you know, with John, you know, it's a little more, a little more scaled down. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, 
it's funny. I love the the song. It's by a band called Wigwam, who it's kind of a funny. Wigwam. I guess they're like a Swedish. They were like a Swedish um, uh, modern hair band. Yeah, um, and it's Wigwam or wig, Wigwam, Wigwam, whatever. Yeah. The point I, is, well, we can wham wham wazzle. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, but anyhow, uh, the the but, yeah, I was really excited to find, Well, first off. Um, I found out the story behind that song was that I guess they came out with that song. I forget if it was this last year or it, it was, it was a minute ago. And then they had a, a falling out with their record company and they're, you know, who basically dropped them saying that, Oh, you guys will never sell anything. And, and <laughs> then I guess somebody on whoever it was that picked the music for uh, the show was a huge, like Swedish rock fan. <laughs> And I guess they knew about this song, and so they selected it. So then, like, now Wigwam or Wigwam, however you say it, um, like, they got, they are blowing up now, and people are downloading their music. <laughs> so what you're saying is uh, that guy was Mike Myers from Bohemian Rhapsody, right? Oh, yeah. You'll never sell anything, Queen. Kids won't be banging their heads, and the, the teenagers won't be banging their heads in the back of Which, cars. that never happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh no, it happened in Wayne's World. Kids are banging their heads to Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, <laughs> but no, I'm but, saying um, that guy didn't exist. I got really excited uh, whenever I noticed that you know because at work we have a Spotify thing that we use and and I looked it up to see like just to see if Do You Want to Taste It is on there and it was. And so now that has kind of become the rallying song for like whenever we're whenever we're in the weeds. Somebody will just go over there and play that song. Like, All right, let's do this. <laughs> oh, but yeah. Cool. Um, but no, it's a good show. It's it's surprisingly deep. That's the thing, though, is that I was not expecting that. And you know, like the and uh, you know, um, uh, uh, as I said, uh, John Cena is really good. At, there's a guy who plays the character Vigilante, who I don't think I think they may have. I think they. Voicemail was he, in episode one, but he didn't show up. Well, wasn't he? But like, I think I think his secret identity is like. Is there a thing where they're in the restaurant in episode one, and the bus boy just keeps staring at him? Yeah, and, yeah. and then outside and does does his his booty dance. Yeah, that's and that's because that's him. That's vigilante. Right, but he, he wasn't in costume. Costume, so. yeah. And at this point, like John or, or John Cena, um, Chris. Uh, what is what is. What's his name? Smith. Chris, yeah, Christopher Smith does not real like he's like because he goes, I think it looks like my my friend's little brother, so he doesn't realize that he's the vigilante yet. Yeah, and um, I know it's 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 a really well written show. It's like I mean, if you love Guardians of the Galaxy or even love the last uh, the, the James Gunn Suicide Squad movie, it's great. I mean, it's just like and it was one of those it's one of those things too. Like I I remember James Gunn. It took me a minute to like because I was not a huge fan of um, Sliver. I think that's the alien movie he did, right? Yeah. I well, wasn't... obviously his style has changed. Yeah. And like, I want I like these retro '80s kind of wackadoo movies that I can, you know, just yeah. go crazy on. Yeah. And uh, and that's kind of like his his thing now. Yeah. But uh, and he, and actually in the Smith interview he even kind of talks about because you know he was he started out as a screenwriter because he wrote I always forget that he wrote uh, the remake of Dawn of the Dead and the Scooby Doo movie and I think that was another reason why I kind of 
was at odds with him. But as soon as I saw Guardians, I was kind of like, okay, I like I see what this guy's doing. I like his work now. <laughs> and and also, he was in one of the best scenes. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I'm just gonna find it. Uh, one of the best scenes from an old reality show called Scream Queens, in which a lady had to deliver a line and he was one of the judges <laughs> let's see if i can find it here uh james gun so anyhow so he was a judge in this scene and this lady is supposed to like guess i guess do a nude scene or so i forget what the context of it what it was but like she's supposed to be talking to a uh let's see she's supposed to be talking like there's a scene where she's supposed to be talking to a warden Let's see here. This is from the soup. So anyhow, so in this scene, this lady's delivering the line, and her line delivery is great, and, and James Gunn's response is even better. More seriously. I definitely want to prove that I am supposed to be here. Action. Shannon, I've been reviewing your record, and I don't like what I'm seeing. Review this record, Warden. And by record, I mean vagina. <laughs> that was really good. And did you see the connection in the eyes? Uh, I, 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 wasn't, I was not looking. <laughs> <laughs> James Guns, I um, I I, I was not looking. <laughs> Yeah. And you can tell if you watch the clip, you can tell he's doing everything he can to keep it together. <laughs> <clears throat> but uh but no, um like I said, I, I want I want more and and there is a there is a thing which you know when you get to the last episode, there's a way he sort of tied in uh Marvel and DC. Um but uh you know I can't talk about that yet because you haven't seen it. Uh you're like you know what. You're like John Cena. You can't see it. Yeah, or I'm like you and I haven't seen anything that you were supposed to watch. Uh, nobody, that stuff's not the toast of the town. I watched plenty of stuff. I, I mean, I watched Murderville. You see Murderville? No. You need to watch that because if you like, if you're a fan of improv, I will say this. Um, it is a great show to watch because, I mean, uh, for those of you who don't know the premise, it's Will Arnett. He's basically he has a different guest on uh, every episode. <clears throat> a murder happened. Like you know, he, he always has to get like a, he's always uh, um, given a brand new partner that he has to break in, and uh, and then suddenly a murder happens, and they have to go to the scene of the crime, and they're given three suspects, and judging by clues, and you see who you get to see. Uh, which actors and which you know and um, performers are uh, more observant than others? <laughs> and there's one that actually like kind of uh, still gets the still solves the crime, but like picked up clues that weren't clues, <laughs> <laughs> which is pretty funny. Which is pretty funny. But uh, I still say my favorite. I think my favorite episodes out of all of them <clears throat> are the first with Conan O'Brien and the last one with Kim Jong. Because there's literally a scene in the the Kim Jong one where it's um, uh, God, who is it? The uh, who did who voiced Green Lantern and uh, Samurai Jack? Um, Phil, Phil Lamar. Phil. Where where he's he's in Phil Lamar's office, and um, and 
<laughs> and he goes, and, and, and Kim Jong is hiding from him. And Will Will Arnett goes, all right, Kim, don't make a sound. And it pauses, and then suddenly you hear. <laughs> and Kim Jong just starts laughing. Because <laughs> they just made the fart noise. <laughs> and give, gave him away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, but yeah, and it's it's pretty good. So yeah, get a get a got gotta get on that man. Check her yeah. out. It's busy around here. Yeah. Um, well, I guess we can something else we can kind of talk about, which is sort of uh, I guess pop culture news. So, okay. um, it's been announced, and and people, I just think it's hilarious how butthurt people are over this because they're not seeing the big picture. Uh, it's been announced that uh, Hulu is going to be doing a new uh, Futurama series, and they they have pretty much every original cast member back, with the exception of John DiMaggio. Bender. And here's here's the thing, people: he's gonna do it. This is just part of the negotiation. <laughs> you know, they're turning up hard. You know, that's they're playing hardball. He's playing hardball. Eventually. They are going to come to a consensus. I don't know, Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. I never heard of no consensus before. I know no consensus before. But no, I just because I remember even talking to somebody at work who was like, "I'm not gonna bother to watch it. They're gonna get him." I'm like, "This is the exact same thing that happened uh, whenever they were moving to Comedy Central because they didn't know if they were gonna get the original cast back to the point where I remember uh, I actually have a friend." Who auditioned for Amy? You know, and she even showed me like, she's like, yeah, I did the voice, and and you know, they, you know, they, they had me on standby if she did not, uh, you know, if uh, I'm trying to think of that that Asian actress, Lauren, uh, what was it, Lauren Tom? Yeah, if she did not come back, or if any of them come back, they had standbys, but it was literally just, it was like, you know, it's akin to the, um, uh, you know, Jack Nicholson wanting the, you know. 89 Batman wanting Jack Nicholson for the Joker, but he was kind of like being a dick about negotiations. And so they're like, well, fine, we're just going to hire Robin Williams. And then using that as a negotiation ploy. And then he goes, okay, well, I'll do it for this amount, but I also want a little kickback on the, I want to, I want a back end deal on the gross, you know? <laughs> so and they're okay, fine. You know? So basically that's what they're doing. They're just, this is them negotiating with John DiMaggio because he's probably, uh, Hey, I've been doing this for X amount of years. I want to wet my beak, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but get yeah, rest assured people they're going to get him. It's, you know, and, the, and also the, the cartoons not even coming out until I think late, uh, 2023. Am I right? Uh, yeah, sometime. Yeah. So they have plenty of time and leeway to negotiate. So, so yeah. Just stop being babies. <laughs> but yeah. Um, um what else? There was um some other news that I can't remember now. Hmm. It's fascinating stuff. Good good stuff. Yeah. Um well, what did we talk? Was there anything else we talked about? Uh, 
right before before we recorded though because i remember saying hey we need to remember this <laughs> i said that so you would remember it so i wouldn't have to <laughs> uh, uh. <laughs> i have been dicking Write that down. Write that down too. <laughs> Don't say that. I never said that. Don't you ever, ever say I said that. I will never say that. Uh, oh, um, I guess this is kind of, this, I mean, it's not really entertainment related, but uh, I finally took them took almost a month plus, uh, got my free tests in the mail. Oh, from wow. the government. So that was nice. And, and weirdly enough, Yesterday, because have you gotten your free masks yet? Um, I don't know if we ordered them. Well, no, you don't order them. You go to uh, you, the, like, which this I thought was kind of boneheaded by them because this is an e- this is something people can easily take advantage of. So the government was just uh, sending them to. So you're you're entitled to three free masks, but they don't mail them to you. You go and you pick them up at like a Walgreens or a CVS or a. Jewel Osco, and if you're in if you're in Chicago, or you know, basically like pharmacies and grocery stores and stuff. And I kept trying to go to places, and I couldn't find them because you know what was happening is that people were going <laughs> from place to place, finding out where they were, and just taking them and saying, "Oh yeah, I need my three free." Yeah, and just, you know, and so it really uh, irritated yeah. me. And I finally last night there was a uh, you know when I was I was recording. Um, uh, I was recording at uh, uh, the other podcast. The sh- the movie is starting, and there was a Walgreens nearby. And uh, Angelo uh, was um, uh, my artist on Ashes. Like he was actually our guest, uh, and you know we were kind of walking around. I'm like, yeah, you want to go check and see if they have them? And like, okay, so we went there, not thinking they were going to have them, and we walked in. Like, oh yeah, here they are. Oh well, thank God, you know. <laughs> and they're not comfortable. <laughs> are they the kn95 ones they're not the kn they're like the they're like they're they're in 95 but they're like the painters like so not like the serious like the but they're they're in that oh man <clears throat> they're in 95 but they're not the kn95 so in, in night Shyamalan. yeah but they are but they're you know they're better than like you know just a cloth mask you know and they don't, you know, they, they actually do like the thing where it's the two bands that one goes around your neck and one goes around the top of your head. Cause I guess technically the ones that go to your ears don't really, aren't really that great. <laughs> but the point is uh, wearing any type of, you know, they always say wear the mask. You should be wearing a mask that you feel comfortable wearing. <laughs> it doesn't matter what kind it is. So, uh, but yeah. Uh, but I got those, so it's so you know I'm all set. Finally got all. I finally got my sweet my my free swag from the government. Get your free swag. I want my free swag. <laughs> uh, but anyhow, <clears throat> but yeah. Um, trying to think if there is anything else. Um, or trailers or. Um, did we talk about uh, Doctor getting some strange trailer already? Um, well, I don't think so. Okay, well, I guess we can talk about that then. Um, we, well, have we? I don't know. When I don't think we have. Uh, if we if we have, we can always cut this part out. Um, but uh, 
but yeah, the well because they didn't yeah because we haven't done it since we haven't done it since the Super Bowl. So yeah, it's been a while. So yeah, because that was when they dropped it. Uh, yeah. But yeah, uh, so Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness is coming this summer uh, to a theater near you. Here she comes. <laughs> and evidently uh just from the you know you didn't see him but you heard him professor charles xavier as portrayed by patrick stewart well which which it. now everybody's like so the illuminati is going to be in it it's yeah the illuminati or they're just like you know well because hey, it's also i mean mutants in well, I think that, I mean, they're also going to have, because I think they're supposed to have a professor, not professor, um, oh, why can't I think of his name? Uh, Mr. Fantastic, I think it's been rumored he's like him, and there is also the possibility that Tom Cruise might be showing up as a um, variant of Iron Man. Right, so, which, which is why they're, you know, the Illuminati. Yeah. And, I mean, and that could make sense, like they could be, they could be different, like they could be like the Illuminati of the, of time. Or of the multiverse, you know, so it would kind yeah. of make sense that, oh, okay, yeah, they're from different, different worlds in the multiverse or whatever. And bad Illuminati. Yeah. Bad. Wait, wait, are they also lesbians and crazy? <laughs> yeah. I'm a crazy bad lesbian. Caleb. I'm a crazy, crazy bad Illuminati. <laughs> What <laughs> makes me think of the there's that Silent Live sketch where he's the erotic cake maker who all he does yeah. is just make women <laughs> going yeah. to the bathroom. <laughs> what do you have any other cakes? <laughs> and then like that lady, it was a uh, Julia Sweeney comes in and this is the last one. She's like, "Hi, I'd like a I'd like a cake for my husband's uh, birthday." It was like, "Oh God, it was." It was for something for her husband, and it was just a woman going to the bathroom. It was basically just a, a big middle finger to her husband. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, erotic case. It was. <laughs> but, uh, but no, so and when that comes out, when? Uh, like May. May. And then there's. And then there's yeah. really that's the only Marvel movie I think that's coming out. Um, but, but we should be getting shows. Yeah, we're getting we're getting. Uh, so at the end, this, Marvel. This, this is a long wait. Uh, the end of March, like March thirtieth, we get uh, Moon Knight, um, which that seems like a long, long way yeah. between there. Although, I mean, granted, it's like next month though. So yeah, but that's still that's a month. It's a month unless, like, I mean. Well, but remember, they all got pushed back because they were supposed, like, Ms. Marvel was supposed to come out in January. Yeah. And and Moon Knight was supposed to come out earlier, but they all got pushed back. And then uh, She Hulk is coming out sometime in twenty two. They said. But uh, I mean, I guess I mean I, there is Raised by Wolves, but I don't know. You don't watch Raised by Wolves, do you? Well, I haven't yet, but it's in my queue. Yeah, because I was gonna say that that's something to kind of keep. Uh, Keep me occupied. We have HBO Max back, so I'm going to yeah. get back on those shows. Yeah. Uh, something, oh, I was going to say, if you have HBO Max, something you should watch, and they're, I think they're only 30 minutes long, and I forget how many seasons there are of it yet, but Young Justice, because, you know, the first, I think the first two seasons were done for, uh, were done for Cartoon Network, so, like, they're kind of mild, but when they brought them back and they had them on uh, DC, uh, the, 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 the DC universe, um, uh, when they had them on there, they're a little more, they're a little, they're a little darker and a little more geared towards adults. Um, oh. And 
they start to really integrate uh, like more, like more. There, it's not just the the Teen Titans. It's like you have Superman, you have uh, uh, Black Lightning, you have all these other characters who are kind of older in like Zatanna and and stuff, and and Batman shows up. And it gets really good. Um, I mean, not to knock the the first two seasons; they're good as well. But uh, but yeah, like as soon as the DC Universe stuff took over, man, that show was awesome. Um, and you have uh, I'm trying to think like Tigress and Red Arrow and all these people that are and Wally West, Flash, and it's good stuff. You need to you should uh, check that out. No. Yeah. I'm gonna do it, Caleb. Let me. I mean, if you like, uh, if you like Titans, you should definitely check that out. Because um, I actually like it more so than Titans. <laughs> and and what was that was one of the things that was kind of funny because they're similar characters. So when I would watch simultaneously, like a lot of times I would watch them. Like I'd watch Titans and I'd watch Young Justice right afterward. And sometimes stories would get intertwined in my head and I'd forget what was happening in the other. And like, think, like wait, did they do that? Like, oh. No, that was that show. <laughs> but um, well, yeah, and uh, you, you saw that uh, the guy who plays Hawk is now Jack Reacher on on uh, what yeah. you call it Prime uh, Prime, which I actually can see because I know a lot of people. Whenever Tom Cruise was cast as Jack Reacher, everybody yeah, kind of like, was he doesn't fit. Yeah, because Jack Reacher is supposed to look more like that guy, where he's supposed to be like this big sort of intimidating guy <laughs> you know and i love i do love the scene like whenever they whenever like you know they have his hands and zip ties and he just breaks the zip ties like oops you know <laughs> yeah uh but for, i haven't seen it yet but i hear that's uh pretty decent adaptation of the of of reacher so once i'm sure once i can get to a point where i can uh, whenever there are more like whenever the boy usually it's whenever the boys uh, dro uh drops that's when I do the, uh, you know, I do the old uh, Amazon trial and then just binge, binge what I want to binge for a month and then drop it. Yep. Because that, that is the way. That is the way, Caleb. That's the, from uh, the, the Mandalorian. Way. That's the way, way. <laughs> That's the Daniel way. <laughs> but uh but yeah um uh, well well can you think of anything else that we haven't uh delved upon oh uh stranger things is coming out yes it's what have they given a release date on that yeah um it's gonna be they're doing a split season for yeah, because because they're only doing i think five right Right, so so I think it's like June, uh, or, or May or June is yeah. going to be the first part of season four, and then July or August, something like that, is going to be the second part, and then the fifth season is going to be the final season. Yeah, well, when the, the thing when is, they're like, all in their thirties. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm surprised they're even doing a fifth because God, they're getting those kids are getting old. I mean. Uh, you know, Millie, Millie Bobby Brown just turned 18. Finn Wolfhard is like in his, I think he's like 21, 22. Um, and I don't even know what the young, the youngest might be that Justin kid. Um, Dustin. Or the, Dustin, the Dustin, Justin, whatever. 
<laughs> that kid weird, weirds me out. <laughs> yeah, Dustin Metarazzo or whatever his name is. Stranger Things. Let's see here. Yeah. Oh, no. uh, Let's see here. I'm just trying. I'm curious of which one's the youngest cast member. So, Doctor Stranger Things. Yeah. So he was. So he was actually okay. So he's actually older than. Okay. All right. He was uh 2002. Um. Yeah. Let's see here. Oh no! I know <laughs> Natalie Dyer. I'm like, she's probably fucking close to thirty. Um, let's see here. Ah, come on. Where are the other people? Uh, well, okay. So, uh, Noah Scappa or Skinap is that how you say his name? The one that plays Will. I don't know. Whenever he is, you know, he's 2004. Uh, Sadie Sink is 2002. Um, let's see here, Go back here. Um, and then so you got Penwell Parts 2002, Millie Bobby Brown just turned 18, so she's 2004. And then, um, actually, oh, Caleb, um, McLaughlin, uh, is actually the oldest one, he's like almost 21. Um, the point is they're all in their, they're pretty much all in their late teens and early twenties. So you really can't, I mean, they're, they're almost kind of too old to be like the, Oh, we're, we're going through neighborhoods and we're, we're going through haunted houses and having adventures, you know? Yeah. You know, uh, you know, so at this point they should be like, Hey, let's think about college, you know? <laughs> so, <laughs> and I guess, yeah, like the. The the youngest one is the one that uh, plays uh, Lucas's sister. The the one that sort of within the last season kind of became a member of the group. You know, the, talking about the redheaded one. No, no, no. That she was from two seasons ago. That was that's Max. Um, but um, no, the uh, Lu- you know who Lucas is Lucas is right. Caleb Mc- Caleb McLaughlin's character. Yeah. I don't think you do because I think you'd really know that his sister would have not been the redheaded one. Well, no. Well, yeah, you didn't say him originally. I did. No, you didn't. I said Lucas's sister on the show. I know the character name. I know the actor name. Hmm. Um. Yeah. So that was the season with the rats and the barns and stuff, right? The last, whatever the last, the one where they're in the shopping mall. That's actually where the Russians. Right. Or, yeah. Yeah, the Russians were doing the the thing. Yeah. Um, then, like she, because I know she like helps them tunnel out, or because she's the small one, so she has to go through the air vent and everything. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, so so yeah, let's see here. When does it? Uh, it says yeah, May May twenty seventh is the season four premiere, and then it does not have a date for season five yet. Uh, but yeah, so. Stranger Things. Yeah, I guess yeah. The entire that's that's weird. Now the the entire month of June, it's gonna be gone, and then it's back July first. Stranger Things, bro. That's that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, um, between now and then, uh, we need to definitely. Oh, uh, uh, what's that? Well, I I got uh, Uncharted Lost Legacy. Ah, uh, and uh, so is that one? been playing that's the is that that after the fourth yeah that that's it just came out um and it is kind of a 
immediate follow-up, like a bonus content kind of thing for okay. four. It's uh, Chloe and uh, Nadine in India. Okay. And it's, I mean, so far it's pretty good. It's yeah. only nine chapters, though, but chapter four is kind of long. Yeah. Well, because the way that the, because I, I figured the way that uh, four ended, they kind of set it up to where it might be like, oh, you might follow um, Sully and his brother, or or they might do a thing where, oh, it's the next generation where it's, um, his what, daughter. What's, yeah, his daughter. And what's the mom's name? The, from the, Elena? yeah. If it'd be like there, it'd be their kid, and oh, she goes on adventures or whatever. Yeah, no, well, this was Chloe and Nadine. I mm. think the brother does show up at one point. Yeah. Or or maybe somebody in the video had a uh, skin of the brother. I don't you know how you kind of change the skin. Yeah. Um but I, I'm only I I just got to chapter four, so I've mm. kind of been nursing it. Yeah. I don't like to play the game too fast. Yeah. And I don't I uh I have I will say this, I have resisted playing games for quite a while because the lockdown, that, that was pretty bad. Like, I, yeah, I let got, them dominate got, my life. Yeah, you got into a game rut. Yep. I, I unfortunately am one of those people that, like, if I play a video game, I got to just play it and, ugh. You know, it, it, it kind of consumes my life. Yeah, see, I don't have time anymore to play. Like, yeah. I don't know why, what happened. I used to have time. Yeah. Now there's no time. Are you, are you Jesse spanning me right now? There's no time, Jeremiah. There's no time. <laughs> no time for work. Are you so excited, Caleb? Are you so, <laughs> so, so scared? scared. <laughs> God, was so <laughs> oh how they yeah, caffeine they pills yeah they couldn't deal with drugs on a Saturday morning uh, TV show so that it was caffeine pills <laughs> <laughs> and Elizabeth Berkeley is just massive overacting whenever she's on caffeine pills like, yeah we're great we're gonna do it <laughs> oh, yeah. oh man. But anywho, well, I guess that's the end of this week's oh. show. Even though it's, I'd say week, but we haven't recorded in like two or two and a half. So. Stay tuned for uh, the our next episode, which uh, documents the end of 2020. Yeah. <laughs> which uh, may or may not be coming sometime this year. Oh, God, Lord. Um, the longest year of my life. Yep. It's been 84 years. Mm-hmm. Oh, were you doing a uh, you sounded very much like a Werner Herzog well I was doing the uh, the old lady Titanic meme oh <laughs> it has been a long dark day and this year has seemed like it would never end just like the brutal coldness of the uh, Russian winters <laughs> yep Werner Herzog <laughs> uh, you still <laughs> You remember the um, Paul, Paul F. Tompkins thing? Yeah, where he like, goes on this long diatribe about darkness and the, the endless waiting and blah blah blah, and then it and then at the end he's like, "Oh, what what store was it? It was like Tim Hortons or something." I give it five stars. 
Like it was all a Yelp review for for some restaurant. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Tim Hortons like kind of like a Dunkin' Donuts type thing? Or yeah, yeah, <laughs> from Canada, or you can. Yeah, I think they have them in like places. Well, yeah, Buffalo is the one we yeah. went, to, but uh, it it started in Canada because yeah, Tim, yeah. Tim Horton was a hockey player, and um, but yeah. Well, anywho, um, for those of you listening, thank you for joining us. Um, once again, um, you know, we appreciate you, uh, you know, and taking your time to listen to two guys, you know, jabber jaw about pop culture and, and what's us. Um, yeah. and if you and like, thanks for putting our podcast on while you're doing the dishes or, yeah. or I mean, <laughs> um, <laughs> Oh, but anywho, uh, once again, thank you so much. And remember, if you like what we do here, please remember to like, subscribe, and most importantly, share this podcast with others for crying out loud. Yeah, you know? St. Patrick's Day is coming up, and it's all sharing. <laughs> Don't remind me. <laughs> <laughs> the, every every bartender and pub worker's dream day. Yeah, well, every well. Specifically, one who works in every every bartender and pub worker uh, who works in an Irish pub. Yeah, oh, uh, that one that was uh, you know uh, that that timeout Chicago said was the number five pub out of eighteen. Hooray! I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> I've just given away where I work. <laughs> well, well, people can come visit you. All right, yeah. the stalkers and you know what's this? <laughs> All right, uh, see you next time, folks. Bye. Bye. <laughs>